Welcome back to the My Sister Knows Why podcast. This week we're talking about superstitions. Let's feed those superstitions. Brains. All right. Okay. Hi, Claude. Hi, Anne. Welcome. This is the 29th episode of the podcast. I don't like the number 29. And this is this is a podcast about we teach each other things. We do. Just like weird and weird and wacky things that like common people don't know. We're so quirky. It only took us 29 episodes to explain <laughs> <laughs> what we do at the beginning yeah. of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to talk about reference last week's episode really quickly okay do some uh sweeping some cleanup some housekeeping yeah wow <laughs> uh we had, we had a listener austin he had dm'd us on him on instagram said he he enjoyed the podcast thank you very much for listening austin um and he also gave us a cool canadian fact and that is that saskatchewan doesn't follow daylight savings time how dare they um it actually spends half of the year in the same time zone as alberta which is mountain daylight time and then the other half in Manitoba. Do you know what time zone that is? Central? Yeah, good job. Thank Central you. Time. And also that the idea of time zones came from a Canadian. Cool beans. Something Fleming. You stole my line. <laughs> yeah, it's something Fleming. Yeah, so if you haven't checked that out already, I, I enjoyed recording that. We had some fun. It's Mr. Fleming. It's really just um, us trying to figure out what we're talking about yeah so it's a fun episode i'm still confused go check it out all right are you ready to get into some superstitions let's do it okay do you follow any superstitions um i used to when i was younger i would try to avoid stepping on cracks but i didn't think it would break our mom's back i just was like i'm just Just not gonna step on the cracks yeah um other than that, like, I'm sure if you start bringing stuff up, I'll be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah maybe I believe that. Yeah. I used to think that if I think about it, it won't happen. So I'd, I'd be like, oh, it'd be great if I won the lottery and then be like, don't think about that. It's not going to happen now. Uh Oh, I, I guess. Is this a super 11-11? That's not really superstition. I guess it's more of like a just like a thing that happens. Yeah. But like I'd make a wish on 11-11. I'm like, yeah, that's just something true. fun to do. I um, don't think he listened to the podcast, which is fine. It's whatever. I don't care that much. But one of my teachers from high school were trying to get like a permanent job at the high school. And every time at 11 and 11, get the job. Oh, you'd wish for him to get the job. Yeah. And he got it. But then. I don't think it was your wishes. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Okay. So we're going to go into where the word superstition came from. Where did it come from? Oh, let me tell you. (laughs) According to Wikipedia, it was first used in English in the 15th century. English people. I know. It's crazy how they just come up with words. (laughs) Um, Entomology online, which entomology is like the breakdown of a word, pretty much, and like its origin, um, says it comes from Latin superstitio, superstitio, maybe. Superstitio. S-T-I-T-I-O. Um, which means false religious belief or irrational faith in supernatural powers. So it's kind of like superstition, like superpower. Superpower. Supernatural. Yeah. Mm, not good. <laughs> Nacho. So the definition of superstition is excessively credulous belief in and reverence for supernatural beings 
or a widely held but unjustified belief in supernatural causation leading to a certain consequence of an action or event oh. or a practice based on such a belief. Yeah, so like supernatural. Yeah, so believing that you doing something will cause will um will like stop like believing that supernatural co- supernatural beings or like things cause certain like actions or events and you doing something will stop that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense if we go back to the stepping on your mom's. Yeah. I'm going to go into that. <laughs> stepping on your on stepping a on a crack yeah. on your mom. Uh, so, when we use this in modern time, we tend to have these superstitions because we think you're, we are going to get bad luck or bad mm-hmm. fortune. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess people assume like the bad luck comes from like a god or the universe. <laughs> I don't know about the witch thing. <laughs> Yeah, so now we're going to go into some some common superstitions and where they originated from. Nine to be exact, because I didn't want to find ten. Nice. <laughs> what a good number. Nine? Right? Nine. It's um, also, it also means no. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> so I got all this information from LiveScience.com, unless otherwise stated, in which I do state. Interesting. So yes. it's fact, because it's science. Well, it's just- yeah. It's still kind of like there's a bloggy post. In the title. But there's how, an author. Wrong. <laughs> there's at least an author. There's an author and a date, so that's, that's good. something. Okay. Superstition number one. Opening umbrellas indoors. Ooh. Have you ever been yelled at for opening an umbrella indoors? Yeah, but not because it's like bad luck. Just because why would you open an umbrella indoors? I don't know. Maybe because you want to. Um, um, <laughs> I definitely have, though. I have, too. But I've definitely been like, I'm going to get bad luck. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, well, so how old were you? I don't know. Younger? <laughs> Not 22? I can just picture you like at the door. It's raining. Oh my goodness. I'm going to have bad luck. <laughs> so some historians theorize this superstition dates back to ancient Egyptian times and is related to their like sunshades. But others disagree. Some people think this is poppycock. Oh. Can I say that? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a one word. Poppycock. Um, so it's more commonly. Wait, what's that mean? Um, I feel like we need some context. Like uh, ridiculous. Oh, okay. See, now you can Bull say crap. it. um so it's more commonly believed that it dates back to when umbrellas became like popular on a rainy day yeah um old umbrellas were big and clunky and they had like sharp Uh, metal spokes yeah you could kill someone yeah and like an un like unpredictable spring mechanism just like popped up so this means that it could be a hazard when opening it indoors believable hit children or fragile objects in the front hall um so when this happens it was, it's a child holding a fragile <laughs> object. No, it's a fragile object. I mean, child. Yes. Um, so when this happens, when they, like, get hurt or break something, it would usually cause, like, a small disagreement or riff between, yeah. like, wh- whoever it was involved. As it should. Why are you opening umbrellas right? inside? So, which themselves were, like, strokes of bad luck among family and friends. Yeah. So it became, like, a thing to say, like, oh, don't open it indoors because you're going to break something and then that person's going to get mad at you. Oh, so it's really just, like, don't open it because you're going to start something with yeah. the family and it's not going to be a good <laughs> it's day. It's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. So that's opening. That's why we don't open umbrellas indoors. That's cool. Or you can't back up. Hey, how about those cool, like, automatic umbrellas? Like, but the, do you like, remember? Button ones? Yeah. I mean, I guess there's probably better umbrellas now. <laughs> but when you'd have to open an umbrella with your hands. There's some umbrellas that you still open with your hands. Yeah. But I remember, like, as a kid having them. You, like, whip it out. And yeah. <laughs> and now you have those, like, portable ones that are smaller. Mm. Before yeah, I have, just like, got. Long... I just got a nice new long one for christmas yeah i haven't used how do you feel about the clear ones who cares 
Touche. <laughs> let's, let's continue. <laughs> okay. Walking under an open ladder. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What shape does an open ladder make? A triangle. Illuminati confirmed. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. A triangle. Which it also makes a triangle when it's like a ladder is leaned against like a wall. Oh, yeah. So this shape is sacred to the ancient Egyptians, and they believed it represented the trinity of gods. And to pass under or through the triangle would be sacrilegious. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. So this superstition continued through the ages, right? Like they, everyone, it just like got yeah, passed up. Yeah, it's like sayings. Um, and eventually, the followers of Jesus Christ kind of stole the oh, superstition. No. <laughs> Those Christians, um, as a ladder was placed against the crucifix to get Jesus down, like the cross to yeah. get Jesus down. Um, so it was regarded as like a symbol of evil and wickedness, and oh. it would bring about bad fortune. Yeah. So ready for our titillating tidbit? Titillating tidbit. Um, in the 1600s in England, criminal, criminal criminal criminals were forced to walk under a ladder on their way to the gallows. No way. Just as a final like slap to the face. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. That's- just just doesn't matter like you're actually going to hell yeah like wow that just goes to show how much they i mean i'm sure not a lot of effort was put into them walking under it but like they genuinely believed that it was it was was bad bad luck luck. yeah have you ever walked under a ladder no because i'm safe and i don't think it's very safe to walk under an open ladder yeah i'm have i i don't know i probably have i'm sure i have one point in my life uh before we move on i just want to talk about tiddling tidbits i had someone say that he was on a call with someone and they just said titillating tidbit or no just titillating probably just titillating and they like saying (laughs) it was just embarrassing so hey we're making impact nice (laughs) (laughs) okay next one superstition number three what is it um breaking a mirror gives you seven years of bad luck Ooh, what a specific number Right? Do you have a reason for that? I do. Okay, let's get into it. So, in ancient Greece, people would go to see something called a mirror seers, like S-E-E-R-S. Like seer. um, Cinderella? Snow White? Yeah, like mirror, mirror on the wall. Yeah. But it wasn't <laughs> It wasn't a magic talking mirror. <laughs> but they'd go but to see. But it'd be see. like a like a prophet or whatever. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. To determine their fortunes. Mm-hmm. Um, and according to historian Milton Goldsmith, uh, the ancient Greeks would dip the mirror into water, and if the person's reflection was distorted, then that person would have bad fortune and bad luck. When would it not be distorted? Well, maybe the water got stuck on there somehow. I don't know. These ancient <laughs> Greece people. <laughs> so if you look into a broken mirror, you'll have a distorted reflection, right? Meaning there'll be bad luck. Maybe they like accidentally dropped it at the bottom of whatever pool they're putting it in. And oh, it came yeah. up broken and it was oh, distorted. Oh, and they're like, extra bad luck. Maybe. But like, where did the seven years come from? Yeah. Let me tell you. Okay. So actually, the Romans in the first century AD believed that the health of a person changed every seven years in a like seven-year cycle. Mm-hmm. So if you looked into a broken mirror and saw a distorted reflection, you'd have bad fortune and ill health for the next seven years. Which is like a cycle. Yeah. Got it. So that's why when we break a mirror... We're like, oh, you're gonna get seven years of bad luck. Can you guess how many mirrors I've broken in my life? A lot. I'm gonna say like fifteen. What? Fourteen. I've only broken three. Oh. How many have you broken? I don't think I've broken any mirrors. Yeah, I've actually, three that's mirrors. a lie. I was at IKEA. I, I think you were there. You broke a mirror in IKEA? No. Well, in IKEA, yes. Um, we were waiting to return something with Dad, and it was taking so long. But like so long for children time, <laughs> so it was extra long. 
and I'm pretty sure I broke this man's mirror. Like, I hit it by accident. Like, was he just sitting beside you? Um, yeah, I don't remember specific details. I think it might have been already broken, because mm. why would he, I mean, he's returning it. Yeah, I don't know. But it traumatized me. I'm like, oh. You broke that mirror. Yeah. <laughs> you have 70 years of bad luck. So I broke at least one. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've broken three. Whoops. Big ones? No, it was like, you know that rectangular hand mirror I have? Oh, okay. To look at the back of it's my head. It's only like 4.5 years. Yeah, it's like <laughs> half a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Superstition number four. Tossing salt over the left shoulder after spilling it. Oh, yeah. Um, That's the thing. That's the thing. Why do we do it? Um, So this one is kind of like I've heard people say like why you do that before. Um, Salt was a hot commodity in ancient times. Oh, yeah. And in many ancient civilizations. So if you spilt the salt, it would be considered bad luck because you're basically throwing money away. Yeah. Like spilling that salt. Mm -hmm. Spending that money. So like... But then why over the left shoulder? Why why throw it over your shoulder oh, yeah, at all, right? Oh, yeah, I guess right? specific left shoulder. So it's thought that people believe doing such a heinous act of Ugh. spilling salt <laughs> uh, could only be the work of the devil. Therefore, throwing the salt over oh. your left shoulder, which is where a lot of people thought that the devil, like, lurked to, to convince you to do bad yeah. things. Um, so throwing the salt over your left shoulder would blind the devil and render him helpless. Oh, yeah. as you escape. Right. And pour and more salt. Yeah. And not <laughs> spill, spill it. <laughs> Don't spill it. Also, in the painting of The Last Supper by Da Vinci. Ooh, who's on the left shoulder? No one. Judas. Oh. Okay. Judas, who betrayed Jesus, yeah. knocked over the salt with his elbow in, in that. Can you see in the picture? In the picture, his he, he it's not moving. <laughs> Like but motion, like motion beside pictures. his elbow there's like spilt salt oh yeah, whoa right? that's so weird right and like, then judas eventually betrays jesus so yeah. people associated spilt salt with lies and dishonesty now do you think uh this superstition was around during jesus time or probably do you think people just was like made something out of nothing you know like no oh, i there's think salt beside him this is this reason why no i think salt was okay wait let me <laughs> what because it i guess it's not during jesus time it was time that the painting it was, was made right yeah not like da vinci wasn't around yeah <laughs> so yeah i guess he was yeah it was probably i think it's like been passed up mm-hmm. since ancient times and that information from howstuffworks.com that's so cool yeah how it Just like the devil. strings things together yeah hmm. number five superstition is it number five it I is i've lost count <laughs> Okay, knocking on wood to prevent disappointment or That's like bad th- luck. Yeah. I do this all the time. Yeah, so do I. Um, so I got this information from history.com. And a lot of cultures have this superstition where you knock on wood to ward off bad luck or prevent something bad from happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, like, let's hope, I don't know, let's hope COVID doesn't get worse. Knocking knock on, on wood. Knock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's no really consensus of when this tradition originated. Mm-hmm. But the saying has been around since at least the 19th century. So that would be like 1800s. Yeah. Um, One possible explanation is it can be traced to ancient pagan cultures Mm -hmm. who believed that spirits and gods lived in trees and knocking on the trunks would call upon them for protection. Oh. So that's like one way. However. Oh. Oh, wait. Oh. And then (laughs) Christians believe that it may have believed that it originated from knocking on the wood of the crucifixion cross. So, again, Christians just kind of steal in the superstition. But, uh, okay. I see Um, However, a British folklorist named Stephen, nope, Steve Roud 
actually believes that it originated from a 19th century tag game called Tiggy Touchwood. Oh, that's... Get uh... Tiggy with it. Oh my god. <laughs> and this is where players would be immune or they'd be in like, what do we call it? The T-zone? The timeout? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> where players were immune if they touched a piece of wood. So like a tree or oh. a door frame or something like that. And he strongly disagrees with the spirits in the trees theory. And oh. he probably called it rubbish. But oh. I'm just theorizing here. <laughs> But yeah, I like the the spirits. I like the spirit in the tree thing yeah, too. Yeah, because it reminds me of um, what movie is that? Uh, uh, uh Princess Mononoke. That's with true. The, they had a forced spirit. Yeah, with the the white bobblehead things. Oh yeah, the tree. Oh yeah, they're what tree spirits. Called? I think tree, tree spirits? spirits. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, superstition number six. Um, saying "bless you" after a sneeze. Do that all the time. Right. This is just like a common thing like like it's just polite to say bless you after a sneeze even if you're not like christian or catholic yeah i remember asking someone like what do you do if you're not like catholic and they got mad at me they're like what a stupid question what do you mean you say bless you anyways like okay i was gonna start this one with a with a fake sneeze but i forgot oh achoo bless you oh my god that's (laughs) our next superstition That's what I get for not looking at my notes. Uh, why do we say bless you? What does it prevent? So it was common, commonly believed that sneezes expelled evil spirits, which was believed for like thousands of years. And then we realized that it just expels germs. <laughs> <laughs> so this has an actual exact origination, which is 6th century AD by order of Pope Gregory the Great, oh. which I thought was kind of pompous, just calling yourself the Great. Was pope he a pope? Gregory the Great? Yeah, Pope okay. Gregory the Great. I know he could have. He called himself the Great. He could have just called himself the Pope. <laughs> so there was a sickness spreading through Italy, where the Pope lives ah. at the time, <laughs> which was characterized by like the first signs were excessive sneezing, like chronic sneezing, oh, okay. and then it, they people usually died. Oh, yeah. So the Pope urged people <laughs> to pray for the sick and ordered that instead of like lighthearted responses to a sneeze. Such as, like, may you enjoy good health, which is such a mouthful after, like, you sneeze. Um, Instead, it be replaced by a more urgent, God bless you. Oh. God bless you. Yeah. Do they have to do it in that tone? God bless you. (laughs) Yeah. You've been blessed by God. You've been blessed. Um, So he also recommended if you sneezed while alone, you should say a short prayer for yourself in the form of, may God help me. Which I don't do. (laughs) No, I don't bless I think I just say bless me. Yeah. And that's why we say bless you. You say bless me? If I'm alone, yeah. Oh. Sometimes. I say excuse me. When you're alone? Yeah, actually. <laughs> a little bit, sometimes. Superstition number seven. Saying bless you. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding me. <laughs> um, A black cat crossing your path. Yes, I've heard of this one. This one is very well perpetuated in like pop culture. Like Sabrina and the Witch, she has a black cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like witches and cats. Yeah. Black cats, specifically. So black cats have actually signified bad and good luck in different cultures and times. Yeah. So the ancient Egyptians um, revered all cats. Like, that's like a common thing that Mm -hmm. people know. Like, they liked cats. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the 17th century England, King Charles I had a black cat that he thought brought him good luck. Oh. And then the cat died. And then the next day he was arrested for treason. So maybe so it did maybe bring, it him, did good bring luck. him luck. Hmm. 
Um, but then in the Middle Ages, people in other parts of Europe had a different belief. So black cats were often seen as companions to witches or were even witches in disguise. And one passing in your path was unlucky and a sign that the devil was watching you. I blame Harry Potter. Harry Potter was not around in the Middle Ages. But <laughs> <laughs> so the association between witches and black cats probably just came about by chance, right? Yeah. Probably just some person who was uh, accused of witchcraft owned a black cat. Yeah. And, and then they were like, like, black cat. That's the reason why. Or they never saw them in the same room. Oh, maybe. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, actually. And then um, black cats also can like easily hide in shadows because they're black. Mm-hmm. So they were probably more sus of that, too. And like they just disappeared. Yeah. But they were yeah. just in a shadow. And this belief was dominant among pilgrims who came to America. So it makes sense that it was more prominent for black cats to have a negative connotation nowadays, like in our Western culture. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, and I just want to shout out my favorite black cat. His name is Percy. Uh, shout out, Percy. Shout out, Percy. Thanks for listening. You're the bestest cat ever. Keep on keeping on. Wow. I think we should do um weekly, like, I guess human shout outs as well, but like pet shout outs. Oh, we can do pet shout outs. Send us a picture of your pet and we'll just look at it and shout it out. Yeah. Christian. He is also a listener and he sent us pictures of his dog. Very cute. Dog or cat? No, he has dogs. Dogs. He has two dogs. In, in uh, like a hot dog costume. That's really adorable. very adorable. Love that. Okay, ready for the second last one? Which is? Number 13 and Friday the 13th. Yeah, Friday the 13th. Why? why? Yeah. Um, so this is from Live Science, which I said, and also History.com, because Live Science kind of let me down on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go elsewhere. Multiple sources. Yeah. Um, a titillating tidbit number two. <gasps> titillating tidbit. Uh, Ange still hasn't learned how to spell titillating. I spell it wrong every single time. Um, T I D. Nope. Huh? T I T. It's a T. Yeah, titillating. I've been spelling it T I D. Does it not give you the red line? Yeah, but I just feel, I feel like titillating wasn't a word. <laughs> titillating is a word. It's T I T. I-L-L-A-T-I-N-G. Wow. I always forget the second L. I forget the first, the second T. (laughs) Anyways, second titillating tidbit is the fear of the number 13 is called... Thirteenitis. (laughs) That would be the inflammation of 13. It's Uh, called... Wait, wait, wait. 13, uh, some Greek word for 13, obia. You got the obia part right. Or phobia. Phobia. <laughs> it's triskaidekaphobia. See? 13 in a different language. I guess that's <laughs> a different language, but a different know, version of... Of 13. Yeah. And that's... pop. Um, there was like a... I was on Friends or something. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't seen Friends. Um, so it was on some popular show, The Fear of 13. Probably. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so the Fear of 13 can be traced to North mythology. North north i'm pretty sure you've done that in another episode too um norse (laughs) mythology um however the superstition is also very popular in western culture yeah if we think about it so the myth uh the norse myth is that 12 gods were invited to dine at valhalla in the city of gods and loki the trickster god Uh, decided to crash the party raising the number of attendees to 13 
uh, when they tried to kick him out, one of the most favored gods was killed. Thor. Odin. Sad. No. It was like Balder or something like that. Oh, is that the guy who um, died and got bra- bra- brought back to life? I don't remember. For mistletoe. I don't remember. Bal- uh, yeah, I don't remember Bal- either. We'll see. Um. Yeah, so they didn't like that. And so then, 13 showed up and then all hell broke loose. Yeah. In God City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's also... um. There's also this, I don't remember what the ancient civilization was. I didn't write it down. But there was this ancient civilization and they, on their like ledges, scripts, something, they were like doing their laws and they skipped the number 13. So people thought that they thought it was unlucky. Oh, but they probably just forgot. It was probably just a clerical error. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Right? So the dislike of the number 13 spread throughout the rest of Europe and eventually, shocker, the Christians... Oh my goodness. <laughs> Reinforced it with the Last Supper and Judas being the 13th, 13th guest. Now, was he the 13th person to show up? I don't know. But I'm sure <laughs> they're just like 13 people because it's Jesus Judas. and yeah. 12 disciples. Yep. So this led, led to the belief that having 13 people at a dinner party was unlucky Ooh. or at a table. Yeah. yeah. And since Jesus was crucified on Good Friday and the <sighs> dinner was on, it's called like Monday, Thursday. Um, that's how we get Friday the 13th. Oh, so bad. Christians kind of just smushed it together? Yeah, they were just like, Friday is bad because he died. Friday 13th. Wow. And if we think about it, the number 12 is often perceived as whole in, like, Because you can divide it by three, four, six, two. Wow. One. Great at 12. numbers. <laughs> um, we have 12 months in a year. Yeah. Right? We have 12 zodiac signs. Two 12 hours in the day yeah <laughs> uh 12 days of christmas okay if we go back to like greek culture 12 labors of hercules oh, it's a right. myth. <laughs> um so there's a lot of like 12s yeah and it's often, no 13s like, it's good, no 13s zero 13s except friday the 13th um but there's actually no statistical evidence that the number 13 is unlucky no because why would it be right it's just a number <laughs> <laughs> and then it's also perpetuated um, in pop culture as it being bad because of Friday the 13th, the yep. horror movie. Now, if you think about it, 13, okay? You have one, you have three. Put it together, that makes four. What shape is in a four? A square. What? Oh, what shape is a four? I guess it has a triangle in it. Illuminati confirmed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. A square. Well, a square guess has what? four corners. Yeah, I guess you depends on which way you Yeah, write I it. do a four. Yeah, so do I, but I was, I was thinking the triangle four. Anyway. Anyways. Last one. Number nine. Right day. Don't step on the cracks or it'll break your mother back. back. Um, and this information is from HowStuffWorks.com again. So this is a popular children's rhyme. I know, knew it as don't step on the cracks or you'll break your mother's back. Some people know it as um, step on a crack and break your mother's back. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mine was like the don't. Don't, yeah. Don't step on a crack. And there's no definitive source of the superstition, but it's thought to have been a shared belief between early Europeans and Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, the basic idea is that the danger and evil lurks in empty spaces of the cracks, oh. and interacting with the empty space will bring about bad luck and misfortune. Oh. Yeah. So they're like, the devil is hiding Ew, in the crack. I hate basically, that. I don't like that. Um, and the bad luck was associated with health. Hence the break your mother's back line. That's like the worst thing that could happen. Right? <laughs> um, and so this makes children and adults avoid stepping on cracks altogether or leave them with an uneasy feeling of like waiting for something bad to happen if they do happen to step mm-hmm. on a crack. Um, and 
some people believe that stepping on a crack could also like free a spiritual entity which would negative negatively affect one's family yeah um now do you consider the sidewalk like the section the the space in between the sidewalk a crack yeah it's a space okay yeah because there's been a lot of times that i've stepped on a crack yeah well <laughs> your mother's back <laughs> is not broken um but i would think like a like a crack in the in the street yeah but i mean it's still a crack it's still a crack they're all cracks yep so that's the last one and in conclusion it's kind of weird to think that ancient beliefs still dictate the actions of people today that's a good point right and like very i guess not obviously but it's still prominent yes in, in today's in culture. Pop culture yeah mm-hmm. well that's pretty cool Ange. i knew all of those and that's i good. i think i only follow like one <laughs> which one um the knock on wood mm, yeah. the knock on wood one yeah. when i was younger i used to definitely think like oh am i gonna break my mother's back or like breaking a mirror is definitely gonna give me bad luck I think that's just me. I remember an episode on Arthur. Um, I think they were probably talking about superstitions. And they were, uh, Arthur, Binky, one of those, uh, walked past, walk, uh, walked under a ladder and saw a black cat. And they're like, oh my gosh. Maybe it was a different show. I might be remembering that wrong. But like, yeah, it was in, it was in a show of the younger ages. Well, that brings us to the end of that episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks so much. What are we talking about next week? I'm going to figure that out right now. I'm going to figure it out. We're going to talk about Pluto. Pluto? Are you ready to take on Pluto? Yeah. Okay, don't Google it. Um, I'm going to talk about Pluto. You know what? I'm going to talk about Pluto because it kind of relates to me because it like gets left out of things sometimes. And it... <laughs> Pluto's like the annoying younger child that just wants to be a planet. Yeah, exactly. It's just trying to be a planet. But yeah, don't Google it. Um, If you haven't already, follow us on our Instagram at... My sister knows why. No spaces, no nothing. Feel free to DM us. Oh, yeah. Send us a message. Yeah. Uh, Follow us on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. We're on iHeartRadio app now. (laughs) iHeartRadio app. (laughs) Um, Leave us a rate and review. Oh, yeah. Well, it's been uh, 29 episodes, and we've still haven't gotten like a confident ending. Yeah, we're still <laughs> we're still like, huh? huh. We said huh. what we need to. Now what? Well, if you didn't know, here's to 29 episodes. Now you know. Goodbye. Adios. Wow. Yeet. Can you take that out? The yeet. The yeet. <laughs>